welcome to Lion City Rock, the only podcast about Singapore's pop music scene that you're ever gonna need. My name is Chris, and with me today is Kevin Matthews. Say hello, Kevin. Howdy, partner. Hi, hi. How are you? How is your How is your 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 past uh, couple of? It's been a It's been a couple of weeks since we actually. Uh, yeah. Met up. So yeah. So I'm on a school break now. Uh, which will be quite extensive because uh, next semester I don't have any classes in RP. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So my my workload has reduced a lot. Okay. So I have so I have a lot of free time to try to pursue other things. Right. 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 Uh, so, cool. so that's that's really what we've been doing. I've been doing uh these Zoom sessions with my mm-hmm. AI partner in crime. This guy, he's Andrew. His name is Andrew Pang. Uh-huh. So he's someone that I've known for a long, long time. So he's basically a, a graphic designer. He's a teacher and everything. Okay, so okay. I mean, we've been together. We've been working on trying to do something with this whole generative AI, whether it's images or videos or whatever. So what we do, basically, we, we call it gen art tennis. Basically, I generate uh, an image uh, in mid-journey, and then I okay. throw it throw it over to Andrew and then he has uh, he uses uh, generative AI on f- uh, the Firefly which is uh, Photoshop right to right. Kind of correct things or, or, or extend things or whatever lah. so basically that's we're just kind of uh, kind of j- uh, jumping around you know hitting the images to one another lah, to see what we right, can come up with right. and it's yeah, just yeah. adding on stuff adding like, on or, or correcting or improving what right. kind of thing lah. because uh, I think because Mid Journey, of course, is is not hundred percent. There are still a lot of things that it yeah, can't, yeah. can't do, right? And yeah. and the and the generative AI uh, art on Photoshop is not as good as Mid Journey, but Photoshop, of course, can do things that Mid Journey cannot do. You can edit and and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So so That's we are true. basically saying that if you put these two together, it's quite a powerful tool. So the idea ultimately is to talk about how uh, AI, generative AI, and all the different tools, you know, is the new kind of wave or direction for for you know graphic design and graphic art, and <laughs> even people who have absolutely no training at all, like me, can't draw, can't, uh-huh. paint, can't do anything, right? You know, I got clueless, but I can come up with all this stuff. Right. Okay. So I think that is tremendous power. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. I, I on the other hand I've been I, I've been I I've been working on well my company did this project. It's a digital it's a digital experience. Physical Fig- and physical and digital at the same time kind of thing. Oh I, I thought it's I thought it's something that you fidget. <laughs> no, no, no. The the, the Fitbit. Uh, not Fitbit. What's, what do you call those things? Those things they had the, the yeah the kids yeah, like the, the kids yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 apparently apparently yeah, I did not know that the there was this this term as well uh, until until we 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 had to go for the thing uh yeah so so basically what happened was over the last uh, when when the RSCF open house was going on ah uh, yeah they were so, there yeah. to run a physical uh, physical uh, space. But also something digital on your mobile phone, so you can use, you can be, uh, you know, doing doing the same thing on your mobile phone or at the, at the physical space, so to speak, lah. Anyways, now it's time to go to the past. <laughs> yeah, 
Forget, forget the present. We got the past. Forget the future. future. Let's go. Back forget to the, the future. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, future. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And what are we going to be talking about? We're going to talk. Go back forty years. Is it forty? Yeah, forty. Oh yeah, man. Shoot, I counted wrongly. I thought it was only thirty. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's no, forty, it's 40 years. years. With uh, the release of Regal Vigor. Regal Vigor. Zircon Lounge with Chris yes. Tope. That's the official title, huh? That's the official title. Yeah. Uh, on, yeah. On the, yeah. Zircon Lounge. Uh, yeah, Regal Vigor. That was mm. released 1983, uh, towards the end of 1983. And was the debut. It's a debut album, right? Yep. Of, of yep. Uh, Zircon Lounge. The only album. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, they will feature. They will, uh, yeah, they will feature other albums, but yeah. the only time they actually did a full length yeah. album. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And you, you, it's not on. It's not streaming, you know. Oh, is it? Oh, it's not okay, on okay. Apple or Spotify. Wow. You can find okay. some Zircon Lounge, but it's on Class X. Class right, X, right, right. The Class, Class X, X can be found on the platforms, but for some strange reason, not this album. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, I tried. I tried to look for it, but I couldn't find it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I mean, I mean you, yeah. yeah, you can find it on YouTube, lah, with the famous of all music. <laughs> that is true. That's true. Yes. Yes. Our, our good pal Jake is always yeah. very ready to to yeah, yeah. <laughs> to have all these songs up there correct, correct. Yeah. for everybody to listen to. Yeah, but uh, but it, it's 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 a it's a quite interesting uh uh album. I mean, before we get into the whole review proper, maybe we can just give a, a bit of a background mm, to, the, to yeah. the album. Or yeah. even to to Zircon Lounge. I mean, we mentioned this a uh, few, well, a couple of years ago actually when we were doing our tribute to Chris and so yeah. around the same time. Um, so we thought it'll be quite timely, lah. Uh, yes. to have this uh this episode. I mean, I mean his death anniversary is will be up. Yeah, soon, right? I mean, it's it's so, this September, al- this episode will be just after that. This episode oh, comes okay. up just after that. Yeah. Zircon Lounge, yeah. So that 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 was uh, born from the ashes of Transformer, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. And uh, and uh, Chris was part of that. He formed Zircon Lounge with uh, Yao on guitars, Hui Bin on bass, and Shilong on drums. Mm. So it's initially a, a quartet. And apparently, the name Zircon Lounge was uh, after a lyric in a in a song Excel. called X. It's by X, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what song it is, though? I, I can't remember. I, I don't uh, no, I don't know. can't remember either. Yeah. But, like, because, to be honest, um, 83, right, for me, uh, early 80s for me, I was really, hmm. really into, you know, whatever was happening back then, right? Doing yeah, this music like back in the day. Depeche Mode, OMD, Orchestral Maneuvers, Tears of Fears. I mean, this all yeah. came out 83, what? I mean, remember yeah. 83 was... Uh, REM first album, you know, Murmur. You know, yeah, that's Murmur, how long, yeah, that's how yeah, long yeah. ago it is, you know. But you can imagine by that time, right, there's so much stuff, you know, like, to me, like, who gives a fuck about Zircon Lounge? Yeah, there's nothing I just going mean, on. I'm just being I mean, very honest with you. I mean, no, I correct, did, not, but... did not get the album. I was not interested in it at all. Right, right. Yeah, so you know? for for me, I mean, I was, I was actually catching up on music. Um... So in '83, while well, a lot of my contemporaries were listening to like Depeche Mode, Duran Duran, or whoever it was that was in the charts, I was I was actually trying to learn all the stuff that came from the the decade or the decades before. So like Beatles, lah, yeah. 
uh, Queen, a bit of ABBA, Bee Gees, you know, all the bands that, that had yeah. made it. Uh, so because I had, no, I, I had no clue about I was learning how to play the guitar at the time. So yeah. I was obviously looking back to all these like guitar bands and, and trying to learn all the different licks and yeah. and whatever it is from the 60s and Correct. 70s. Yeah. So the 80s music itself was a bit alien to me. I, mean, I remember because my, I had a friend who, <laughs> who kept singing this song. I think it was Duran Duran's like Hungry, Hungry, that's Hungry yeah. Like a Wolf, right? Hungry Like a Wolf, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's like, you know, and you know, you have a budget, right? You can't, you can't buy everything, right? Yeah. So yeah, you, you don't even, to pick you don't choose, even right? think like... twice. You don't even think twice, huh? Want to buy a yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Are yeah. you sure? You know, back in the 80s, right? Dead, no. The scene is dead here, no. Yep. Yep. In fact, so I mean, it's like, the... why why would you even want to think of a local band? No way. No. Yeah. I think the first time I ever heard the, I mean, local music per se was only a few years later with the, with the Class X. Huh? Yeah. Class X was the <laughs> first time that they actually like, you really get to hear like what's it what's it uh, the gingerbread is it gingerbread or yeah. is it gingerbread, yeah, gingerbread. Um, um what's and, it Tokyo uh, Square Tokyo Square and then uh, there's the other band as well <laughs> the Speedway which which band was the one with the the Ferdinand brothers Gin, uh yeah Gypsy not ginger Gypsy yeah that's Gypsy, right yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so these are yeah. bands which appear on TV and everything, I'll start cursing at them. <laughs> that was all they had, these five bands on the album, man. That was all, man. Yeah. That was all we had, man. They had no other, yeah. had no other choice. Correct, correct. If you want yeah, to feature yeah. anybody, it's all these guys on the album. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. and Zircon Lounge was on the album as yeah. well. Uh, but, so, you know, yeah, but, so. the, but the funny thing, right, was that back in the early 80s, late 70s, mm-hmm. early 80s, someone yeah. like Chris, Chris Ho, right? Uh-huh. Chris Ho at the time, Right before the Zircon Lounge or any of these things, was very mainstream. He mm, was mm, mm. A, a, a host, a TV host, right. the radio yeah, show. That's right. Yeah. Right, and he was a DJ as well. Yeah. Right. So my impression of him was like, I, I, he's just one of those mainstream guys, you know. Ah, okay. Right? okay and he was okay. young that time, young, good-looking guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Great voice and all that. So he was just someone you saw like, like a talking head. He was like, a personality, oh, yeah. It, uh, a TV, yeah, he was a TV, TV personality. TV, like, so that's all yeah. I knew about him. To me, like, ah, this guy, you know, just, ah. Yeah, yeah. Like, whatever it was, the RTS, SBC, or whatever, it's like, it's like, eh, I think, yeah. You know I mean? I think, yeah. He was a DJ on <laughs> right? Radio Fusion. Yeah. He was, uh, uh, right, yeah. Yeah. But, but I don't, I think I, on one of those variety shows, um, before the Zakan Lounge, right? That's right. They had, they had Transformer on it. Right. Oh, right. The the yeah, and then, okay. yeah, Transformer, and I think they were doing like a Velvet song or rock and roll or whatever. Uh, right, or right, Lou, right. Lou Reed la, you know, one Lou of the two okay, la, okay. right? Yeah, and then I remember like, what the fuck is this? Right, <laughs> then, especially they close out Damien Sin, yeah. And you know that oh, Damien okay, Sin, okay. that, that that sneer, right? The sneer that he has on his face, the, the smile, and it's like, I'm like, what the fuck is the fuck are these guys can get on TV? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then there was a, I remember watching, uh, I can't remember what it was, and there was a music video, one of the Second Lounge songs. Okay. Shiver. It was on, it was on, I was on a, on, on a overhead bridge. I remember that. Okay. Okay. Clearly. Right, it's like, right, the right. music was so interesting and very different from his persona, you see, at that time. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Correct, correct. Right? Yeah, Before yeah. he yeah. came out as all these other things, right? Yeah, at yeah. the time that was his persona, so that was like my introduction to the Con Lounge. 
Yeah, my my introduction to Zircon came out later like, with the Class X uh, stuff and all that. Then it was only after that that I realized, oh, they actually had an album out, which I thought, mm. okay, because I kind of like the, the Class X songs, uh, the Zircon launch one. So I was yeah, like, yeah. okay, let me go and see what they had. And then I found, I found the album in some bargain bin of some record shop. You know, <laughs> yeah. one of, it's one of those... <laughs> Yeah, like you said, like, by the time 1983, or in 1983, there was very, very little people. Yeah, the only one that was doing it was, was in English, was Dick Lee. And Dick he, wasn't, he wasn't doing very well either. No. So he was, no, no, he no. was, yeah, I mean, if you tell me he only sold a thousand copies, I wouldn't be surprised, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. now people, I mean, of course, these days, he's like, you know, such a ubiquitous name kind of thing. But, but back then, you know, I remember buying this EP from Dick Lee because I just wanted to find out what this Dick Lee was all about. And it was, it was something from uh, called Bumboat. I think it was, it was part of like a, it was very musical and I don't like musicals. Actually, no, actually, yeah, I think I'll, I only have three soundtracks. My uh, musicals, right? It's it's no actually four like, If you count Greece if as a musical, if you want to, yeah, it is. It is. It is definitely is a musical. But it's yeah. very it's very of of that kind of. But the music is different, uh, But definitely musical. Yeah. They break they break into song during the the story one. So yeah, and the song tells as the story, long right? as so, they do so, that, that's a music. That's yeah. musical. So okay, straight so away, I, right? I I have four. I have four. Greece, yeah. Okay. I have four. Three, I have sound four, music. Sound and music. I have uh, uh, what's that one? The one you were saying. My fair uh, lady. My fair lady and Mary Poppins. So these are the only four like sound uh, musicals that oh, I have, okay, and yes, I kind of. Yes. So to me, yeah. Also, when I when I got Dickley, his music was very in that yes. vein of a musical. Yeah, yes. You know, so fried like, uh, rice paradise. I mean, not yeah. Uh, this this one wasn't even at that level. I mean, to me, fried rice paradise <laughs> is really like uh, higher up in the list. This one was like it was okay, but it was very yeah, musical. One, so, uh, so, life life story and all that. That was that was before, his right? first. That was way, right at the beginning, seventies. Right yeah, his yeah, first okay. album was life story. So right, right, right. Yeah. That one and then this one. So this one's I guess 1980, 81, or that period. So I bought that. Yeah. Like, hmm. yeah. So so. After I heard this is so after I heard uh uh, uh and I asked, I said, okay these bands have stuff but none of the other bands had released anything and except for Zircon Lounge which was this Regal yeah. Vega album so I was like okay yeah. let's go buy this yeah. Regal Vega album and um, yeah I don't think there were any in the eighties man early eighties yeah. apart so from Dick like, apart from Dick and 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 yeah. Chris and, yeah correct and Zircon la. Yeah, and that's both, it, both were basically WA la, supported by Yeah, both were both were signed Jimmy, la, the same same yeah, label. Yeah. yeah. It's no surprise la, that uh as Chris Hole used to tell it, um, when they were recording his album, uh Jimmy brought in Dick Lee as a producer, <laughs> a co-producer <laughs> yeah. for this album. Yeah. Uh, because he was a bit unsure as to where Second Lounge should be going in terms of the kind of music, and it was actually meant to like rein them in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, to give and them the you, popular sounds of the era. You can kind of hear it on the album. There's kind yeah, of, yeah. Dick appears a, on the, appears a, ten, on the track. There's a tension. Uh, there's a tension between two, two styles. Yeah. Like, really. <laughs> two styles, right? One who wants to go experimental and, and a very new wave and the other one who still wants to bring it back to the total sounds of the popular, the popular sounds of that 
that period lah. Rock, la, that, the, the, rock yeah. but still rock lah. Still rock lah. Yeah. yeah. And still the, not, not not musical theater lah. So okay, so okay, so I'm getting a bit like uh, uh a bit philosophical about this lah. Because right. as usual, when we kind of look back, we kind of romanticize or idealize or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, correct, right. Correct. But early eighties, right, had a lot of so-called edgy stuff, but that stuff sold. Right, right. Okay, people okay. like people liked it, like police. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So police or your U twos. I mean, even even XTC was make uh, was in the early eighties, right? Late seventy, early they they were yeah, they had yeah. chart they had chart hits. Yeah, so 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 that's why like when I kind of you know try to put myself in that frame of mind was kind of re listening to the Regal Vigor, mm. and I and I found that yeah so there's this kind of tension la, in terms of like the so called new wave which was actually happening then yeah yeah right. And the yeah. uh, so-called established kind of sound rock, the yeah. established yeah, sound, yeah, exactly, exactly, right. Which was your, you know, very slick, yep. very sophisticated, uh, kind Arrangement of thing, and stuff right? Like which, that, yeah. which kind of like kind of came out from the late seventies mm. with your so-called, you know, which I hate the term, right? The so-called yacht rock, lah, right? Yeah, it's yeah. all your like Doobie Brothers, yeah. your Steely Dan, Dan yeah, uh, yeah. Boss Gags and all this. So it's very slick, very sophisticated. And also like, you know, like in the early 80s, like Dire Streets so was becoming a bit more sophisticated. Mm. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, Especially yeah. Love Over Gold. Yeah, 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 yeah that 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 one. That, which yeah. really influenced a lot of people. <laughs> yep, yeah. I mean, for, for Regal Vigor itself, we'll, we'll get into the, into the track by track in just a bit, but what was interesting was the reaction also at the time. Like, uh, yeah, I think it's Straits Times. Uh. Like, they, they put it in as like the only local band who's got a grasp of what rock and roll is all about. You know, or the first time in Singapore that a band has gone out of its way to challenge the audience, that kind of thing. Yeah, that, that quote, the, the quote that there was that's always been used also is like uh, by Chris lah. Uh, you know, uh, this and this was in the Singapore Monitor. It's like we are a band who believes in principles, and rock and roll has got to do with what's new. It's got to do with change, so we've got to move and chart new directions. Everybody wants to play safe. No one wants to do anything about music because uh, the feeling wow. is uh, it's too difficult. But that's what regal vigor means to us. It's not yeah. playing safe. Uh, and yeah, that that I think yeah. it can be. That's kind of excellent. A, Excellent, Excellent quote, quote, right? Yeah. Uh, 40 years it, on. Man. 40 years on, still relevant. Yep, yep. Everybody wants to play safe. Regal Vigor, uh, spelled Americanese. Uh, no, it's such, a, it's such a fantastic title. Yep. I love right. it. When you, no, when you no, first, when you no, first no, see it, why I yeah. picked it up because I yeah, saw the title. I was like, wow, like, what a wow, cool title. Wow. Right? Yeah. I mean, that shows you, like, he's a real, he was a real word man, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, correct. Yeah, those way words. <laughs> the, the cover itself, yeah, I mean, the cover art itself, I don't know, like, I, had, I had a lot to, yeah, like, the, left to be desired, like, but. Uh, this is the, the typical. <laughs> In fact, right, <laughs> yeah. our, our, our good friend, right, right, he's it's his color sort also, Mister Ku, Mister Ku. Oh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Red, white, and black. Red, white, and black. Yeah, yeah. Me pop man, tell stories also. I think all the poster, oh, all, yeah. all the three colors. 
Yeah, red, yeah. Red, it's, white, it's, and black. Yeah, red, white, and black. I mean, I, I, I don't know, but was this the kind of art of the time? Maybe. Could be. Because, I mean, okay, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to describe it, but it's, it's just basically a, a bed of red with the words very big up, Tom Zircon Lounge and Chris Ho, uh, yeah. you know, small text underneath Zircon Lounge, under Lounge. And yes. then a picture of Chris, black and white picture, a very yeah. one of those like photo, looks like photostatic kind of pictures kind of thing. And then, very, art, very arty looking lah. Very arty yeah, looking. arty that kind of arty. Then know, it has the the that slash, swoosh that that swoosh, swoosh with the with like looks a like, like a eye, eyebrow, eyebrow right? right? Or the eye, no, eye eyelid, lash, eyelid, eyelash, yeah, the eyelash, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like an eyelash thing. Or it could uh, be to represent swoosh. to represent the band also. Yeah, but yeah, there are five of there are four. Yeah, but five, right? five <laughs> lah. There's only five. four in the band. <laughs> Dignity is the fifth one. The fifth oh, member. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the, the fifth, 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 the fifth, fifth lounger. lounger. <laughs> the fifth lounger. <laughs> the fifth lounger. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the words uh, in, yeah. in some kind of, uh, you know, early, early yeah. aerial, helvetica yeah. kind of font. That just yeah. says Regal Vega underneath. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, no, I love, yeah, I mean, I, like it's I said, brilliant. I love the it's words. Brilliant, uh. Yeah, it's brilliant because of course, you know, Chris, uh, you know, he's a uh, you know he, he everything about he knows everything about the art history and about so art design and mm, mm. all the music history everything like you know so this is someone who at that time I look would have looked up to like and said wow that's the kind of <laughs> ah right right yeah, impressive yeah. what straight away what whatever but thing, you know but thing is, before yeah, but you I... even before you even listen to the music right that's yeah. the way it should be that's why I yeah. always believed. Before you listen to music, you look at a car, you're like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Because what what and, and what 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 I like is also like uh for those who have the original LP and stuff, um the inside, right? Um, you know the thing that keeps the LP, what what do you, what do you call those things? This, the the inner the inner sleeve. The sleeve, inner sleeve line. Inner sleeve has the <laughs> lyrics uh printed on it and, wow. and artwork that is that is very uh reminiscent of the war hollest or even like the, the pop so there's a series of yeah the very pop art kind of vibe la, and, and yeah, very yeah, uh, very grungy very lo-fi pop art it all uh, ties in with his lou reed fetish yeah 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 and uh and and i like what i like actually what i like the most is actually the the label on the on the lp which has uh their four faces um in a black and white photo ringed with the red which is obviously uh, calling back to the cover, and then the, the yeah. text is a regal vigor underneath. Uh, it 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 looks the if you forgetting everything else, just the label alone looks very very pro and like, very wow. Okay, these guys need to be taken. You know, it's it's not some slapdash kind of effort. <laughs> Despite the honestly looking very like I just cut pieces of my of whatever I scribbled down, stuck them together, and then you know got a picture of it kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, so with that said, uh, let's put the record on the spindle and hit play and then let's get into it. So um, they are all together, what, 10 tracks on this ten album? Tracks. Yeah. Two of them are covers. Well, technically, it's three songs. Three, la, three, three but covers, one, but, but, but two of them are the same song. <laughs> just, <laughs> done in, just done in different styles. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, but but the, but the album you know what that usually up. means, right? Yeah, yeah, correct. <laughs> but but the cover, the cover, uh, I mean the flat the cover, the the album kicks off with this uh, song called Shiver Shiver. Just 
kind of like Lurie, David Bowie. Very monotonous, yeah, kind of one Lurie, note. David Bowie, that kind of style. Lah. In mm. fact, when I hear it also, I hear a lot of... I hear Roxy as well, isn't it? Yeah, right. I was going to say. Especially Brent, with very, the, to, to me, especially, the, especially the inflections. With the, the, especially with the, the sax. Lah. I don't have a yeah. sax. You, yeah. you tend to think yeah. of Roxy. And then the other thing as well is like... Okay, so for, for, it's like whenever you think of like Chris Ho and the kind of music he puts out, the last thing you think of is I have a saxophone solo coming in. The yeah, top. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you're going like, okay. Yeah, correct. So, correct. Yeah. so that's the thing, right? So, so every time when people think about, oh, this is like the the, the one that that kicked off all the indie and and all the alternative rock and blah 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 in Singapore, or whatever. And I'm going like, but the first song has a saxophone solo. And I, think, those, like, no, I don't think that's correct. Yeah. saxophone solo type, just that, that yeah. exact kind of saxophone yeah, solo that exactly, you find in yeah. the early 80s. Yeah. Like, wow. Exactly. This so is commercially that's, sounding. That's not correct. It? That's not correct. Uh, that's just an, uh, I think that's a miscon- misconception. Huh. Yeah, yeah, misconception. yeah, correct. So, like, yes. I mean, to me, this song is as 80s, early 80s as it is. Yes. In terms yes. of the, the sound, in okay. terms of the way it was constructed, to me, uh, you know, and, and this could sit very well in any 80s playlist kind of thing, barring oh, yeah. the fact that the, the vocals oh, are, yeah. are so far out. Right, yeah. You know, if you put like, you, you, I bet, I, I'm sure you can just transplant an 80s style vocal onto this and then yeah. it'll work. Uh, you, know, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, it's, 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 I mean, ultimately, his, his, um, his songwriting style is very much influenced by Lou Reed. So, mm, yeah, so yeah. it has that inflection. That, that, yeah, that, yeah, that kind the velvets, of thing. The velvets, I mean, though, even the I velvets had, had cool melodies, mm-hmm. but it's the way that they are sung. <laughs> yes, correct. Yeah, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the delivery of, of the melody, you see. Yeah, the register yeah. and all that, because he sang yeah. it low. Like, to me, like, like you were saying, like Chris, to me, it's like low Bowie, um, uh, Brian Ferry. Uh, yeah. kind of like delivery and in, in, even in the way he, he sings the pronounces the, the uh, words sometimes you know which you which you, kind of, kind, which of you kind of had a lot of that but in a more pop way like if you're talking mm. about your Simon Le Bon's and your Tony Hadley's and, and, uh, yeah, and yeah, 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 David Sylvian yeah. basically those yeah yeah yeah, yeah. basically Bowie they Ferry kind of <laughs> it's like it's and, like and kind of, that kind and, of delivery yeah. coming out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a bit more pop melody type, lah. Yeah, lah. Yeah, yeah. Shiver, shiver goes very quickly into myself to myself. Myself to myself. She's a cover. Yeah, Romeo Void. What the early American and, uh, and this song is it's like okay I don't want to be like the last song <laughs> but uh, you know still keeping in the same kind of new wavy you know with the what's it like yeah yeah uh, I mean it has, like it has all the it has all the trappings drum. he has all the yeah. trappings you have, a, you have a drum machine uh, you have those kind of post-punk guitars hmm. right your your U2 uh, That's good, yeah your Eddie Summers Edge kind of yeah. Kind of, which is was a you know it's a it's different from the typical rock guitar back then sound yeah yeah right so yeah. that's what kind of set it apart right when you kind of first set that guitar sound like oh okay yeah even right. the playing Long, style the playing, playing style, style is, is different yeah. more kind of single notes less kind of bluesy like there's no blues yeah. in this no blues at all 
yeah, 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 yeah. Doesn't have all that. Doesn't have all anything that you heard guitar wise up to. Yeah. Yeah, you know, from up yeah. to that point, it's it's just thrown out the window. Which is actually that's why sometimes Eddie Summers doesn't really get the credit he deserves for creating that sound. Because people always ah, say, see, see, okay, people okay. always say Edge, Edge, Edge. But actually, you watch any Edge interviews, you always say he thought Eddie Summers. <laughs> yeah, Eddie Summers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Edge. Yeah, yeah. But correct. definitely, like I mean, you gotta give credit to Yaula. I mean, like nineteen eighty three, and he was a kid. Yeah. Right. And, you and he's, he's doing all these things, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's doing all these things. You can hear it straight with the, yeah. the it's very authentic. You hear it. Yeah. It is the new wave sound, the YouTube, yeah. the police kind of sound. Yeah. So no doubt lah. I mean, I mean that's the thing that I remember we impressed me. I heard it's like, wow, this really sounds like new wave new wave, man. <laughs> Correct. And, and the thing is I've you know, I've had this album for like decades, right? But I've mm. never, you know, until it was only because of uh, re-listening to it again. I'm picking up all these little things that I, I kind of missed out, I guess, you know, through the years. Yeah. And and don't forget, uh, information at that point in time, very difficult to get. Uh. Yeah. Pop, pop culture information, especially pop culture information, you know, you can't get all these kind of things. How do you, you know, so you, I can only assume that he is, you know, it's one of those things where like 10 people around the globe all have the same idea at the same time kind of thing. And he's lis- listening to a lot of new music, lah. Yeah, but the thing is, again, like, you know, like you said earlier, like, you know, getting music is very difficult here in Singapore because radio won't be playing a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah, so it's a matter, it's a matter of, like, going out there, actually yeah, and, buying the and thing getting, and, and, and getting, to, yeah, and getting yeah. into, getting into and the get, right. And, so, learning, and learning how it works. Yeah, yeah. and sitting down and listening yeah, because you don't have, yeah. you don't no have internet. YouTube videos no to show you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a YouTube guy. Yeah, so this so is how you get that particular yeah, risk. So it's, uh. it's an achievement for sure, right? Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very impressive for, for a teen around there, your late yeah, teen yeah, or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just to get and get that kind of vibe and get it right, you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of times people try to copy a vibe, but, you know, uh, either the tone is off or the style is off, but this guy, you know, he, he nailed it. Lah. Yes, to me, totally. Lah. Totally, and, and that's totally. also evident in the next song, uh, uh, Saviour. I love that. I love that, that intro. The, just that's just the bass line and the guitar coming in. And right oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> yeah, you know, we go, okay. Um, a bit cure, a bit cure-esque. A bit, it's, uh... it's also got a bit of a classic rock vibe. Nah. Yes, yes. I mean, I mean, the influence of like, I mean, the Cure and, you know, Echo and all that, of course, have the influence of the Doors. Uh, mm-hmm. Very strong influence of like that. like you you know we were talking about the police to me the guitar intro is 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 a police it's a police riff mm-hmm. rip off yeah it's so okay <laughs> I just took that I just took that plucking line and I just put it inside here I'm like okay yeah that, that works yeah 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 this is this is, um if I'm not wrong this was one of the two singles that was released if, from the album Savior oh, yeah okay. mm. Did they, did they do because I can't seem to find any of the music videos online. Uh, I don't think I don't think they did. But I do re- but I distinctly remember the one on the bridge. Watching the one on the bridge, yeah. And <laughs> maybe was that a, was maybe that was, was just filmed for TV. Maybe, but it was like a in 
but done in a music video style rather than you know a performance thing, right? They're they're te- like telling a story kind of thing, you know. Oh okay, um, but I mean at that point in time also because music videos weren't a thing. No, yeah, exactly. Here, yeah, you know, true, true. So true. maybe maybe it was done for like a show, but the show that the, the, the whoever was doing the show knew that they didn't want to do a, a performance and just wanted to do like a. In the style of MTV, I mean, like you said, uh, you know, MTV was just coming out and that was like the big yeah. thing. So, it, so that might actually you try be... You to copy that. Might actually be the first music video... Per se, right? In Singapore. Yeah. Made in yeah. Singapore. There's not a performance in, video. Yeah. yeah, yeah. there's not a variety show. They're just standing on stage. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, might be, you know. I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, I mean, in the 60s, did they do... Or 60s to 70s, did they, any bands do promo videos? Don't no, so, not right? as far as I know. It was all I don't think they could TV. afford it, right? Yeah. I don't think they, they could afford it, right? It was all either for TV <laughs> or, or, or that's it. I mean, in the 60s, that's still a very new concept, um, you know. Yeah, I don't I don't think Singapore did anything of that no, sort. No, no, no. Because I'm, I'm no, sure la, it's not no cheap. Way, it's not cheap it, back then. It's not cheap. Film is not cheap. Yeah, uh, you should that. You know, film and, 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 and put a crew together and everything. Shoot one day or what? Wow. Yeah, and nobody man. and nobody bothered with that kind of thing anyway. So so what it know. means a lot of things that we we take for granted now, mm. right? Like oh, music video, like uh, you know, nobody thinks twice about it, All right? But back then, right, especially like eighties, early eighties, it's like difficult to do it. Okay, this this my criticism on this thing is like. Throughout the whole album, but in particular, this song, I think it stands out is the is the just the lines, the melody lines. To me, it kind of like it is nearly there, but either they purposely pull it back. Yeah la, I mean it's it's or, it's, or whatever, it's, right? it's atonal la. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's still atonal. nearly there. It's atonal, but it's still nearly there. You know what I mean? It's a kind of yeah, but it's, it does it stand is. out la. Straight yeah, away, correct, right? correct. No, no melody, there, no tune. <laughs> it's virtually. Uh, it's ahead Maybe, of his time. Yeah. It's spoken word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoken word kind of thing, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but that 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 also leads us to our next track, uh, Tightrope. Kind of more, kind more, of more contemporary rock, rocker, la, rocker, yeah, la. yeah. I like his voice on this one though. I like I like Chris uh, Chris's voice on this. Mm. It seems like he uh, to me it seems like he's just actually just trying to sing the thing rather than trying to have uh, to do his thing la, Try to do his inflections and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one's like just straight to me la, To me, I like I like this one. Uh, you know, but then of course the the, the chord sequencing, and then the, the there's a whole bunch of experimenting on this as well. Like we have a song, we'll just cut it up. Cut up, William Burroughs. Ah, yeah, <laughs> cut up and put together. Cut, and up, then te- cut up technique, which Bowie also used for his songs. Ah, yes, right, yeah. 
you know, it, too, it seems a bit like this as well. Like, oh, it sounds like, okay, let's just put it in like this. and then. Da, 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 da. Yeah, which is, yeah. like, I read, I was reading somewhere, I think it could be the wiki where they said they wanted to do an album for, of Cut Up for the second. The oh, is this really? <laughs> okay. I don't know, I read it somewhere. <laughs> Doing my research and then it was like, put put by uh, our friend, uh, Mr. Mr. Jimmy. <laughs> what? Yeah. Who do you think you are? William Barrows. Yeah, I mean, it's nice. It's, I, I like this. I mean, you know, again, I think this uh, a good performance from Chris on this one. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good. It's a good track. Um, like I say, very, very contemporary. Very obvious yeah, time. one of the stronger tracks on on this one. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Um, and then of course that <laughs> closing outside one <laughs> is yeah. the second cover. Uh, going uh, back to the going back to the sixties. Yep, with uh, Sweet Jane, Velvet's Sweet Jane slash the thieves uh, notes from a thieves journal. Uh, yeah. This one would be considered very wanky. Ah, yeah. But, you know, but, you know, but, you know, I mean, you know, Sweet Jane is, is a track that launched a thousand indie bands, right? So, that's true, that's true. I mean, that third Velvet album is basically the indie rock, indie pop, the 80s yeah, indie the pop indie, uh, the indie... template. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. All those uh, yeah. Blue, pale blue eyes, oh my god. Yeah, so, so, so the the backing is uh basically the Sweet Jane chords. Um, Hello. Chris, Chris just speaks throughout the whole three, thing. Three chords, huh? Yeah, the three chords. Uh, <laughs> Chris Hall speaks across. So two two different two different spoken word performances here. One is the Sweet Jane lyrics, um, uh, and it's only, it's only just guitar and drums on this one. So it's, yeah. it's just guitar for most part. The drums come in somewhere towards the end, uh, and then and then he recites from uh, John Shelley's The yeah. Thieves Journal yeah. uh, on on this. This is and they they just kind of overlap everything. So this is their expert. I, I guess this is their their experimental phase, like. But I you gotta do it la. Like we always say, right? You gotta have your crack in you. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, correct. <laughs> you gotta have it. But you yeah, gotta have one of those, lah. So this, this you is gotta have it. Yeah, you gotta have one yeah. of those. I was a bit shocked the first time I heard it because I've only I'd only heard at that point in time I've only heard the, the VU version. Ah. Yeah. And hadn't heard any other anybody else covering this thing. So when the thing came on, I was like, okay then and then suddenly it just starts talking and then mixes in with the other the other recitation. And, and I'm and it, like And you know, in terms of rock history, that wasn't even what it was beginning, right? It was something yeah, else, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. I mean, even Lurie had some different versions earlier on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, that closes side one. Uh, 
10 set 2 when you flip it over it kicks off with this track called 4 hours What do you think of this one? It's kind of, I mean, it's again of the time, uh, kind of mm-hmm. synthy, the synth vibe, synth pop vibe, you know. So somebody wrote some, I can't remember was it was it a wiki or whatever, or somebody had reviewed or something like that, and, and they were like mentioning things like you know autobahn and, and I mean the, the, not not the road but the the craftwork. Uh, yeah lah. So I was like, yeah, kind of like that. It was, I mean, that was, also like, the, I mean, that's, that was that's, kind of the big thing as well coming in at that point in time, you know, even, even like your jazz people like Herbie Hancock was experimenting. Just oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Rocket. Rocket, that's right. Yeah. But we so, seem to say that. You know, since basically late, late, uh, mid, seven, mid to late 70s. Um, and of course, you know, all this electronic synth stuff also very big with hip hop rap la, at, it, at the time. So if you listen to this song, actually it has kind of kind of funky guitars as well. So that is a bit of that whole vibe, like, a little bit like if you talk about early eighties, all the even a lot of these rock bands, prop bands were using drum machine. Yes. Uh, to yes. to kind of lead in, right? So like 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 Roxy, uh, same old scene has a drum drum machine at the beginning, even Genesis. And of course the the synth pop guys were using it as well. Basically the yeah, the the, the eight oh eight eight oh eight yeah right so it, again now it's time so it has all the various so called trappings yeah like what you trappings. what you will hear yeah. like you will, like by the time you hear drum machine you're like you know okay lah nothing yeah. right <laughs> you know, this you is know already on, yeah. yeah so like I said it's of the time lah so the context is important mm. right mm. so definitely it is an uh, LP that is an album that is of its time like, in the sense that yeah yeah right it has all the style and the yeah. things like so in that sense right so you know I mean Dick Lee was the producer right so yeah he he I mean together with Chris I'm sure right got yeah. it down you know authentically like I mean it's it's not something you listen to and like oh this doesn't sound like what yes is this correct to, you know correct. yeah right if so you, if got, you put 1983 yeah. sounds. Yeah, and you put, it. yeah, it's, <laughs> it, yeah, it's it doesn't it doesn't it's not jarring. So that's why yeah. I mean in a sense, right, you gotta give them credit, like kudos to them because they yeah. produce something and put this together in a studio. Yeah. Right, ten ten tracks is 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 an achievement, you know. And of yeah. course it was and it was tough back then uh, to be a local band doing something like this. It's pretty, I mean, yeah, I mean, and you talk about sins and all that kind of stuff, like as you yeah, mentioned before in previous episodes, like talking in case and all that, it's not cheap yeah. no, to buy a sin. No, 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 sins are not different. cheap at all. Yeah, different, the, they're not like what we have now. Yeah, correct, correct. You can so, get Rolands and all that la, back then, la, but not cheap. Yeah, but even then, it's like, you know, thousands of dollars, you know. Not cheap, oh yeah, yeah. 2-3k. Yeah. And 2-3k back then, it's a lot of money. Yep, yep. Right? Yep. Because when you think you can get uh, 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 one time me for under two dollars. <laughs> yeah, one eighty. I remember. Yeah, <laughs> so just imagine. Easily. That's big yeah. already. Yeah, one eighty yeah. is a big so one. <laughs> put that in context. What three thousand dollars is? Yeah, your one time me is one eighty, <laughs> and your one time me now is five six bucks. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. But I mean, yeah, you were talking about Digly just now. I mean, the next song features Digly in China Chai. Ah, China Chai. 
song. It's a good song. It's a great song. I like this. I think this is the the strongest song on the album, and, and it was also released as a single. It's a good song. Catchy. Yeah, I mean, of course, again, it's in its typical yeah, 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 yeah. 80s uh, vibe, but sure. it's good and, and it works. And and at, if I'm not wrong, I, if I remember correctly, when I was talking to Chris Ho years ago uh, about recording and stuff with Big D, and, and he was like, this was a song that when, when we did this, I kind of knew that I can work with this guy, <laughs> which, is, which is why which is why Dick always appears almost always appears in Chris Holt's albums. Right, yeah. yeah. In some capacity, you know, whether it's a, yeah, it's yeah, a musician, yeah. a singer, or, or a producer, or whatever. So they kind of knew that despite seemingly coming from very, you know, opposite and very uh, this, you know, different uh, angles, but they kind of both approached the music. And, it, it, it's, and also, yeah. it was a tiny music scene. So Yeah, yeah, that's true, so, that's true. How many people do you have you want to work with? <laughs> he doesn't look well. Bad. I suppose. It's just dick but I mean, <laughs> but I mean, like, was was with the first person you think of if you look at somebody like Chris Hobie, Dick Lee? That was no like, la. You know, I mean, without exactly, without right? the con- without the context. Yeah. No. Correct. Correct. Yeah. But once you understand the context, then it's like yeah. As I always say, you must always have the context, whatever your opinion is, right? So a lot of time, you if you don't apply the Context, the opinion is wrong. I don't care what people say. We say no opinion cannot be right or wrong. Cause cause opinion can be wrong. <laughs> On the wrong basis is wrong. Yeah, lah, correct lah. But it means you have to have the facts lah before you can like actually say exactly right? right. If not, so... people, people people will say Earth is flat lah. Yeah lah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah. So this this one, um, yeah lah. I mean, I'm not surprised they release this at the. As one yeah, of the yeah, tracks yeah. For, for the album, and, um, and this is the first time you you, you get to hear uh, Dick Lee's uh, love for all things Thai. Dick Lee's love or Chris's love? I thought Chris's love. Chris's love <laughs> for all things Thai. Chris lah. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, yeah. Chris, yeah. He loved Thailand. He always say that's where he could be himself. Yep. In Thailand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the next track following this one is called "Cover My Eyes." This one has a this one has a very um jangly jangly guitar kind of vibe as well. A lot of early velvets, uh, which is uh, very pop, which is very pop. Ow. Uh, yeah. What what? Yeah lah, very 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 velvet lah. I like I like with this the, one. I like with the Lurie ramblings. Yeah, the very dark performance by Chris on this one. Again, okay. This one, I mean, uh, even on this album, I wouldn't put this as my my top. Like, I mean, uh, it's okay for that kind of thing. Okay, like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, but I like the next one, though, the the next track, the uh, strangers. strangers. Yeah. yeah. It I think it's quite, also one of the quite psych, uh, yes, quite, yes. quite psych. 
Nice riff. Nice riff. Uh, I think I think if I'm not wrong, so this is the one that has Jacinta as the backing vocalist, which you can hear uh, the the Wolfie vocals. That's all I need. What they used to call freak beat. Freak beat. Yeah. <laughs> to me, That's to me, if, you know, if, uh, if there was an EP of this whole thing, I would, the tracks would be Savior, um, China Chai, Cover My Eyes, and Stranger. These would be the four like standout tracks. No, no, no Sweet Jane. <laughs> well, Sweet Jane does come up again as the last song on, on site two and the whole album. Uh, this time done in a very perky oh, yeah. pop, the perky pop version of Sweet Jane. Yeah. <laughs> Radio friendly. Sure. Was it? Was this the attempt at getting getting on the radio? Not, not with that song. No, with that one, uh, not with this version. Maybe, oh, no, this one, Dakidan, Yellow Culture. Not not the best interpretation of, of <laughs> Sweet Jane I've ever heard. I mean, not my favorite. Really need, I mean, it could be we, the best, really but need, it's not my do favorite. Do we really need two versions of Sweet Jane? Do we even need one version of Sweet Jane? <laughs> need one version. <laughs> Unless it's something that's like, wow. Some version that out of the world, like, wow. Yeah, but we did do Sweet so Jane. So did reinvent don't uh, forget, we did do Sweet Jane with Chris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are cover band. At the concert. Huh? We are cover band, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are cover band, can do anything. Uh. Okay. No, the best yeah. part is the best part. I, I still remember that conversation with him when I, when, I was talking to, when I was talking to him to ask him to perform with us at the Tanjong yeah. Plaza thing, right? And then yeah. and I'm saying, like, you know, let's just do something simple. I said, if you want, we can even do Sweet Jane, right? Yeah. And then he goes, you want to do the Cowboy Junkies version? We can try that if you want. I'm like, okay, sure, let's try that. And I remember going to the, we were the rehearsal and we're doing that, and then I'm looking at him, and then he, straight away his face is like, yeah, I think I'll just do my version. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's just do your fast version. <laughs> Which is why we ended up doing oh. so called a, 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 a variation on this oh. this particular one, and the faster thing. Let's just get the song done and, so we can go into pull and move around. I think I think the only reason why we picked that song also is because there were only three chords and we didn't have to three really chords. Really learn don't anything. Don't have to think about thing. it too much. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also kind of it kind of encapsulates a lot of what Chris is about or was about mm-hmm. him playing a sweet Jane cover, right? It's like oh hey. right, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that's eh, on on brand, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very on brand <laughs> for him, right? right? So. <laughs> You so know, to me, that makes sense. From like, Transformer like, to Street Jane, yeah. yeah. Why not? No, that's so like makes sense to me, like, like But yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, if you know, I mean, obviously, the Con Lounge, Vigor uh, Vigor, was really the first kind of musical expression, right? That mm. that, that Chris had on a public, yeah, stage, yeah. right? Yeah, um, correct. And again, I cannot really underestimate the impact that he had, right, on pop culture in Singapore, mm. right, for a lot of us, right, it's like he opened the window, which most of us, like, 
you know, like a marker, like a, yeah, right? Like it's a marker. exactly like a marker. Yeah. It's one of those yeah, time marker capsule markers kind of thing. For Lion City Rock, lah, you know? Mm. That, that mm. album, the, you know, Regal Vigor, and what a great title again, right? It's <laughs> yeah. something that, you know, we all need to, that idea, Regal Vigor, is something we need to embrace, continue to embrace. Mm. That mm. idea, the energy, you know? Yeah. Um, the, it's the significance, you know, Regal, right? Royal. Yeah. That's the significance of it all. Yeah. Right? Yeah, the importance of it, right? The import, yeah, yeah, exactly. The import. Oh, they're regal, they're royalty. Whether deserve or not, it's another thing. But yeah, 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 correct. Right, correct. so when you put them together, that regal figure, right? So the, the idea yeah, of figure is vigor, such, such yeah. a, right? It's hardly used, right? Hardly used. Well, even then, because yeah. the word is hardly used, right? Even if they about something that's vigorous, right? Yeah. Energy, energy. Yeah, full of yeah. pulsating, you know. Yeah, energy, right? Then of course, you know, and of course, it's also as a uh, it's also has a sexual vibe, lah, which is something very un-Singaporean. Mm, see? Mm. Right? Because and Chris definitely right always pushed that idea of the sexuality, lah, no doubt. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, which definitely. is very un-Singaporean, right? Because Singapore is like, oh no, no talk about sex. No. Yeah. So it's yeah. all these different <laughs> angles you can look at it, right? And it, it why it's significant. Why yeah. even 40 think, years I mean, later, we can still take away and learn from Again, like you said, uh, you need to look at it from that point of view, um, if if nothing else. Yeah, like like you were saying, like a goal, a post, you know, a sign, a post along the journey that our so-called music scene has been on since nineteen sixty-one or whatever it is. I think I think people, those of you listening, if you haven't heard this one yet, uh, go check it out. Uh, YouTube, famous <laughs> forgotten music by yes. Al Jake. Yep. The whole album is on a playlist. We'll put it yep. in the show notes as well. So go go yep. check it out. And then let us know what you think. Um, you know, listen to the songs and do these songs evoke the same kind of uh, uh, reaction as, as what we've been saying? Or do you think of this as a signpost album, uh, a historic landmark? Or is it like, uh, well, 80s music I don't like. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Too cheesy. Then switch off. But yeah, let, let us know what you think in, in our socials. The Fast Colors uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram page. And that was it. That, that's our our track through Regal Vigor. <laughs> yes. So if you guys uh, like this episode, don't forget to subscribe, follow, share this with your friends. You know, friend, if you have friends who want to know more about the history of Singapore's music scene and stuff like that, ask them to check out Lion City Rock. And if you yes. want to support us in a more material way or so, please uh, do drop us a donation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hope to be able to buy at least one copy of Kosong. One so copy of Kosong. 150, yeah. 150. 150. Yeah, yeah. Again, that, that really shows you the, how much the inflation is. What? Oh, right, right, right. Talking yeah, about yeah, dollars, yeah. so cannot buy copy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just realized, I was like, a dollar? Yeah. No, no, actually, I need more than a dollar. Yeah, my exactly. copy C, my copy C is one fifty. Exactly. My copy U is one ten. Yeah, insane, right? Yeah, yeah. I think the only place I can get one dollar copy is in the schools. So. Yeah lah, yeah, the school canteen. Yeah. yeah, school canteen can get one dollar. Yeah, yeah, school canteen can. Any hood. Okay. Uh, yep, that was Regal Vigor. That was Zircon Lounge. This is Lion City Rock. This is us uh, saying goodbye, and we'll see you the next time. Right. See ya. Ta-ta. Ciao.